Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Tri-Fizzle Pod Kizzle. Yeah. Uh, we're back. Uh, it's nice. me, Perian Flax, and uh, right. Lewis. We, uh, we made it again for the third week in a row. We're, uh, we're really, we did it. We're really consistent. We're on a schedule, um, much like pooping, right? Like you poop on a schedule. We record this podcast on a schedule too. It's yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I, yeah. it clashes with our poop schedule, so... I know. It's an uncomfortable so I... session. <laughs> well, I've got an adult diaper, so I'm good. Nice. Yeah. What brand? It's uh, it's weird. It it it's it's weird. Like the the whole concept of an adult diaper, though, right? Because adults, you know, like a, a diaper works on a baby because babies' poops are, are liquid because all they do is drink milk, right? Yeah. But like an adult's poop is is not always liquid. Like You'd sometimes hope not. it's it's a big log, yeah. and that that must be awkward when you know you just poop in a diaper and you just got this huge bulge sticking out the back not to like, mention uncomfortable really uncomfortable yeah like you if you sat down with that in there like would it just try to like go back up your ass or you get used to <laughs> just smudge like all over your cheeks or what i don't know attempting <laughs> re-entry yeah i have no idea like i i don't really want to get to the point in my life where i find out either actually like what a cracking I, way i don't know like begin. if i ever get to the point in my life where i have to wear adult diapers someone just fucking kill me you have my permission like i don't even think that's considered murder like if euthanasia if you see me walking down the street and there's a big bulge <laughs> in my around my ass and i'm wearing an adult diaper just fucking kill me hit me with your car or whatever like just just end end me and, and you have, have my permission yeah that's exactly it i i listened to a podcast a couple of years ago uh i did not murder this man he was willing he was willing to be killed by Your me he'd shit himself and he's wearing an adult diaper case closed give this man a medal not a sentence this guy needs an iron cross he's, he's done the whole world a service by taking out this pants pooping man do you want to put it yeah. on your gravestone as well you know yeah yeah, he died. had a good life until he shit his pants <laughs> as <Yeah>. an adult. <laughs> then he died. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. So what have you guys been up to this week? Anything fun? Um, do you know what? Um, because we've recorded this for three weeks in a row, we haven't really done anything in the last week. Me and P-Flex have played a game of Civ Five, which was it, it, like it doing a in 5K run or something. It was like an endurance marathon. It's like very exhausting it was hardcore every morning really yeah yeah because it, it was um we're playing the no quitters mod right and so there are some differences and we originally started off with this dynamic turn timer right so it starts off and the turns are fairly short and we're whipping through it and then you suddenly hit this era and the turns are like three minutes long and um, if you're having oh. a really good game it takes forever because you've got a lot to manage if you're having a bad game you're probably tabbed out 
and doing something else. So it's like, can you when you turn? Oh, yeah, sorry. But this like a minute has passed and we had the same old technical problems that there always are with multiplayer Civ 5. So, yeah, we a lot of the time we were just waiting for the turn times to end. And then in between sessions, we went back and changed it so that the turn timer was like a minute or, or something like that or 50 seconds, which was nowhere near enough time. So we're just like going, oh, shit, I've got so much to do. And the turns are like accelerating. It was, it was crazy. It was just so. <laughs> uh, and it was a really, really good game. Loads happened. Definitely one of the best games of, uh, of Civ Five I can remember. There seemed to be we've, something we've happening a bit, constantly. Yeah. It's, it's good because we've gotten a bit better. We've got our meta in, you know, and we've, we had the game and it was me and Ben and Duncan and P-Flex and we're all fairly competitive now. Um, and so we play at like a decent level and Shin was in there and he's a little bit of a wild card and Kath was in there as well. He's sort of an unknown quantity as well because he's not really played with us before. And so right. know, it, just, it was just a very stressful game at all stages you know everyone had to turn up early because it takes ages you had to get everything set up and then you know Civ 5 so poorly coded that it took oh. us about an hour to connect it's just so tedious and we finally get in and we have to like battle with lag and diplomacy and actually do the oh, battles because yeah, everyone's yeah. It, it, towards it gets towards the end there's this sort of scrap scrabble around because everyone thinks oh this guy's slightly ahead this guy's slightly ahead we have to there's like three or four people scrabbling for like, like trying to come out on the top of this pile because you know you don't want to you know you don't you want to you want to get other people to war and grind themselves down but not let yourself get ground down too much by that process and right oh so it ends up people switch sides of backstabs all the time it was great it's just it was great. Oh, it's so tiring though. Yeah, it was. Oh it, sounds, it it sounds fun. I Civ Five I like enough. I mean, I should join you guys again at some point, but at this point, because you guys have been playing so much and I, I was only in like the first couple of games, I feel like a, a lot of you are just so much better at the game now that I'm just gonna be completely useless. Like I was already useless to begin with. But even more so now, like I'd have to like power game in my spare time to like get <laughs> well, good at the game. Well, here's the thing though. So what we would really like to do is put together a game, which we're going to do in a couple of weeks, which is going to be noobs only. So it's going to be um, all the people who want to play, but aren't like super hot, like uh, Calf, Mark Humes is in the office. He plays a bit. Tom's not too very, very good at it. Um, Shin's pretty, still pretty bad at it. So he's all right. But, but you know, most of these people, you know, there's a lot of people who, and Trot Smith kind of, the people who couldn't really, maybe like, um, couldn't get into our, or didn't want to play with the stressful game. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and could, so, I mean, you could always join that if you're up for it. But but again, like, you know, we're all busy. We've got things to do. You're, you're going away all of Christmas, pretty much, uh, all of Christmas, all of summer, aren't you? I think, of, I think of it like Christmas because it is your Christmas going to TI, isn't it, P-Flex? That hasn't been announced yeah, but will it be... Well, you're hoping to go to TI. I am though, hoping. Right? So nothing's been announced, but I am hopeful that, that I'll be going. And the problem is you generally don't find out yeah. until very close to the time. So no talent's been announced. Nobody knows for sure if they're going. You can only sort of live in hope. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's like two weeks away. Um, last time... for Last year, I was out there for like when will five you know? weeks. I was in the States. When will I know? Hopefully... In the next two two or three weeks, I'll get it confirmed. Okay. Yeah, because last year when you went, you went to Florida after, right? Yeah, I did. And you were staying at 1259 Mulberry Lane in Orlando. Shh. Hush. Postal code is uh, K19327. <laughs> and the phone number of the place that you're at was, of course, 555-9293. Five, five, five. Uh, five, 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 yeah. 
and you were staying with a guy named Billy Bathgate. Yeah. And um, you had a really good time there, didn't you? It was really good. You, you, you did, were gone yeah. for like six weeks, it yeah. felt like. Yeah, we didn't see I was you gone for, for ages, so yeah. No, because I, yeah, so I, I you... went out there for TI, the, like the, quali- the, the group stage and, and then the main event. And then I had three weeks, like a, there was like a 10-day gap and I was going to drive across America. That was my plan because I'd never on done your it own. on my own. Yeah, I was just going to hire a car. You can pick up a car in Seattle. And my dad lives in Florida, so not Orlando, by the way. I was going to drive to Florida where my dad lives. And he said, don't do it. For the love of God, don't do it. And I said, it's... What, looks- for Seattle to to um, to Florida? Yeah. You were going to drive that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have taken you like a week. Yeah, even yeah. Longer. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, so I had far. 10 days. Like, the thing is, I was meeting Mrs. F and the kids in Florida. Like, I was going to pick them up from the airport and everything like that. But that wasn't for 10 days. So I oh, literally had so a 10-day you're going to go on gap. a big road trip. Exactly. I so I thought I'll go on a little road trip. I'll drive across America. I'll see all the sites. I've never been in the middle bit. I've, I've been to Texas, California. Um, I've been to Seattle, obviously. And I've been to Florida and New York and, you know, New England. I've been all around there and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, And Pennsylvania and stuff. But I hadn't been in the middle. Uh, I'd never even really flown over the middle, so I had no idea. Well, I don't what think it anyone like. likes the middle, though. That's, well, that's the, thing. the thing. It's really yeah. fucking boring. Like it the is. Midwest, you've got like places like Fargo and Denver, and like who fucking cares? Nobody wants to go to those places. Well, that's, that's probably thing. why well, your dad did you favor. No, it's he like, did because he, he, he'd done that. He'd done the drive. I don't from know. Florida. I think your dad sounds like a killjoy. I'd like to do it. Well, it sounds good. It People does do sound it good, doesn't it? But think about this. I then flew from Seattle to Florida, which takes me neatly directly in line across where I would have driven. And oh, was, so you just look down the whole time yeah. and you're like, yeah, I feel like I've done it now. I feel like I've been there. I was like, uh, I'm I just, just joking it's about fucking flat as shit. That's all it is, is super, super flat and farmy. And I just yeah. thought, Jesus, this would have been boring. Because it's literally, there's a road. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I've been flying for half an hour and I'm still over that road. And it's just perfectly straight and there's nothing. I'm well, thinking listen, this might seem all, fun at like, first, but fuck me. You can't, you can't do it on your own. And I think you have to have yeah. someone to like take you the do. shift. You do. You have to have like a group of guys fucking, and yeah. throw like, a mattress off a hotel roof and like yeah. kill a prostitute and stuff like that. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not right. worth doing. That has to be an adventure. Hey, listen, just before we go, we stray off this one. If you're from Fargo or Denver and you're listening to this right now and you're really angry, please, no hate. I, I just said it as a joke, okay? Like, I don't have anything against Fargo or Denver. I'm sure that they're really nice places. And actually, the whole middle part of the USA is probably really nice. Why and did actually, you just message to... me, private message me on Steam saying, fuck Fargo, fuck Denver? Why did you do that? Why are you saying that? And then <laughs> he's full of shit. You just, you just Steam messaged me, fuck Fargo. Yeah, this You've is exactly your like Steam a Steam profile game. to fuck Fargo. This is awful, Sebs. I, I say well, politics, I, though. People of like Fargo, this apology okay. is bullshit. He's playing, he's playing the political game already. People of Fargo, I come to you today to present to you evidence that indeed a man thinks your town is shit. Oh, but God. that movie was good, though. I like the movie. For it was, and the TV series as well. I haven't watched that. Everyone said it was Loosely really good. based on real things that have happened, but not at all, actually. Yeah. Apparently, it's all fiction. So oh, yeah, it is. That was weird, actually. Like the, uh, the whole this is based, it, the following is based on a true story. And that completely changed my take yeah. on the movie. Completely. Because I was like, oh, my yeah, God, yeah. how did I never hear about this? And then they were like, yeah, we were just lying. I mean, it's yeah. I just thought it was like, wow, that's, that's weird. It's really interesting the way that played with the audience. I was thinking, holy shit, this is real. 
Well, I mean, I'm somebody who never goes off and and double checks things to see like if they're real or whatever. So I was happy enough to go on the assumption that it was a true story and told everyone I knew. I was like, can you believe that's a true story? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then a couple of people were like, well, hey, listen, it's not actually a true story. I was like, you fucking shut up. You you (laughs) shut your mouth. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Well, there was a whole thing around this. Because remember there was that urban legend about the the Japanese lady who went to believe Fargo was real and went to look for the money and died of hypothermia. Um, well, looking for for the money. Is that, for the is that money. not true? Well, it was it was well, it was a story, wasn't it? Because it was made into a couple of films. Yeah. Um, based well, on one. that sort of urban legend. One, but, one film. But I mean, I think the real story, the real truth of it behind it is that she had actually been. It was a, a woman who was very, very depressed and decided to come to Minneapolis because it was a place she'd previously visited with her lover, who was a married American businessman. Oh. And uh, she decided to commit suicide there. Apparently. All right. Um, so got drunk and and, and died, but died yeah, like everyone snow. thought that she was. It was it sort of formed this urban legend that she was looking for the um, Fargo money. Oh yeah, of course right. that, that wasn't that was fictional, but that, that was the thing about Fargo. It was it opened up with the story the, with the the line, "This is a true story." You know, or this is based on. You know, this is. I think it's this is a true story that very clearly isn't. Yeah, um, yeah no, it is. It yeah. isn't true. It isn't very clearly though, because that's kind of believable. It's not like it's not so far fetched, is it? Like I don't think it's like too far fetched, but it's it's clever. It was it's a good movie and good story and stuff anyway. Yeah, and the TV, TV show's, shows pretty good. good. I yeah, like what's his like face it, yeah. in it. Um, you know the guy Martin Freeman, Frodo, Frodo Baggins. Yeah, or is he Bilbo? I can't remember. He's looking for the ring. Can't remember. He's Bilbo. He's looking for love. In all the wrong places. In all the wrong rings. That, yeah. I think, wasn't that the tagline for Leisure Suit Larry? It was, yeah. Yeah, looking for love in all the wrong places. That was my dad's Shape up favorite or series out. of games for such the a leisure long time. Leisure Suit Larry in the Land of Lounge Lizards. Yeah. What was, there was a couple of Passionate Patty. Remember Passionate <laughs> Patty? I played all those games. <laughs> yeah, me too. I played too. the shit out of those games. They were so like, bad, but God, it was so really, exciting. They were really, really bad. Yeah. It's like the golden age of adventure gaming. Yeah, there were you a lot actually of... had to type shit in as well, like pick up condom. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what a condom is, Larry. Or there was just some stupid ass joke, like why would you ever need one of those, Larry? Ha ha ha! <laughs> You're never gonna have sex in this game. That's the one Larry. joke. We're gonna drag That's it the... out for we're, five We're gonna make games. sure we make that one <laughs> every time you do something. Do you remember yeah. the uh, the the piracy, the anti not the anti piracy thing? It was the the age uh, verification at the start of that game yeah was it it would ask you it had a quiz that only grown-ups would know the answers to like yeah who was the vice president when so-and-so was the president how and... big was john denver's boil on his ass cheek and <laughs> yeah, just right. stuff like that but what we did was i mean it was multiple choice so all you had to do was yeah write down the questions and the answers that, and then just <laughs> guess the answer write down like, the right one beat it <laughs> ingenuity I know. Yeah, it was really good. They were great games. That was the that those were the Sierra adventure games yeah. back when when Sierra made games and didn't just what like publish What happened to Sierra, them. man? I think there's still a publisher. I think they still publish some games, but I don't think they have a thriving adventure game studio anymore. Cuz they made Sim City, didn't they? The, like that was a Sierra game. The original Sim City? Yeah, I think they did. No, I was, think it was always Maxis. I'm sure it was oh, always Maxis. Maxis. Yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm sure Sierra had something to do there. I'm probably wrong. Sierra Sierra more recently, which is not actually recent at all, um, made 
Evil Genius. You remember that game? Yeah, I like that game. You know the yeah, guy who coded cool. that is that uh, that AI wizard. What's his name? AI wizard. Oh God, what's his name? Um, Bobby Fischer. No, no. <laughs> what's that game called? The Republic. Not the chess um, guy. <laughs> no, not. He's like an AI wizard. No. <laughs> no, but, but he was involved in uh, in that in making that. So that was made by Dem- right. Demis Hassabis. Okay. Oh, nice. So he worked on Evil Geniuses. That was one of the games that he worked on. Because he made this game called The Republic, which was meant to be this huge sort of sprawling, intelligent game. Right. Um, and it didn't quite work out. Was that out. a web game? No, it wasn't, no. It was like a web-based game? Or I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah, but it was, really, it was really meant to be like something. Oh, cool. But So yeah, so he did that. Um, and then he did Evil Genius, which was good. And then he stopped doing video games, switched to Cognitive Neuroscience. And he co-founded DeepMind Technologies, which then became DeepMind, which beat, you know, the Alpha, the, the Go guy. So, right. Because I always thought the AI wasn't too bad in Evil Geniuses, and now you know why. There you go. Because uh, it was a genius doing the coding for it. There was an actual guy, an AI expert behind the whole thing. Yeah. Fucking crazy. And now he's working on Skynet. <laughs> yeah, the fully. <laughs> We're dead. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, I mean, going across America, right, let's go back to this. I imagine there's actually a really amazing road trip route that goes you know through all the really fucking amazing places yeah. across yeah. america like um you know the, the the redwoods and you know through all the fucking national parks and stuff it's got to be i mean there's a i read a bit i read um uh zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance mm. it's a oh, book, yeah. right well, there was right. quite famous 20 years ago yeah yeah um and it's got so it's a funny old book, but it's kind of about like this guy's sort of attitude to stuff. And, and he t- makes a big deal of how he went across America um, on his motorbike and sidecar with his son and with his family and places like and things like this. And um, they, they, they didn't, they stuck to the back rows. Okay. That was their sort of mantra. They always went along. They never went along the sort of big, huge freeways. They always just just went went and found stuff, and and just there. It was really kind of nice. It's something I'd really like to do. So, Pflax, if you're if you if you want to do that sometime, man, I'll I'll come and uh, go halves with you on the driving. Sweet, <laughs> nice. Yeah. You guys can just hold each other on a motorbike, <laughs> take turns yeah. driving. I'll be stuff. I'll be in the sidecar. Can you yeah, drive you can in the car, side Lewis? Car. You can drive. You can sit in the sidecar and, and read the map on your phone. Of course, I can drive. Do, I'm, do I'm, trip what do you mean? Of course, you can well. drive. I've never seen you drive a car. I don't even believe you own a car. I don't own a car anymore. I used to have an Alfa Romeo, though. I used to Whoa. drive around a lot. Oh, wowzers. All right, Mr. Big Shot, then you can fucking Holy pay for the whole shit. trip yeah. and do yeah. all the well, driving. Hi, I would like to rent a Lamborghini for, for one month. <laughs> yes, me and uh, my friend are doing a road trip road across America. Pat Phillips did that road trip from LA to Vegas. Yeah, that, that, was, a, was, that was actually like that. one of the things that I was thinking of doing post-TI last year. Was my, Two of my buddies were going to meet me in LA we were going to go to a couple of parties and we were going to drive to New Orleans. So we were going to go, yeah. like that LA to Vegas is like a classic drive. And we were going to do that, hang out in Vegas for a few days, drive to New Orleans, hang out there for a bit. New Orleans. And then they'd fuck off home and I'd go on to Florida. And that would have been cool. But in the end, they were like, mm. it's going to cost thousands of dollars. So I said, yep, yeah, fair it is costly. Like a lot of pe- uh, people, there's a lot of people who can do it for cheaper going on holiday no places to go always expensive sleep on people's floors and stuff like that it's like um yeah you know in the 90s when you were in like a rock band and you were just starting out you had to go touring 
yeah. around America, that's what you'd do, right? You'd have a van, or like an old secondhand van that you'd put all your equipment in, drive around, do your shows and stuff. And then you would, fans would offer you a place to sleep and you would take your sleeping bag and sleep on the floor and stuff. And it would yeah. keep the costs down because you're a band. Good times. You got to eat, you got to play shows and you need beer money and also money for cocaine. And prostitutes. I imagine yeah. like a road trip is a pretty, a relatively it's, it's cheap. It's kind of, it, it can be really cheap if you're smart about it. But if you're, if you're really dumb and you stay in like, you know, overpriced hotels, like in, in, in the city and stuff like that, it can be pretty expensive. Mm. Yeah. So here's a game that Sierra published, Half-Life. Oh, really? shit. Yeah. yeah. Back in the no day, yeah, they would have. Yeah, because they were based think, in Bellevue, I, so they probably. As far about. as I know, they're still going. I, I I think they. I just think that they've their their activity is is minimal. I in think gaming. they're owned by Activision, and it said here on August the seventh, two thousand fourteen, the website for Sierra, which previously redirected to Activision, which isn't a good sign, was updated, showcasing a new logo, teasing that more to be revealed at Gamescom twenty fourteen. The revived Sierra Entertainment will re-release some of their older games, reimagine their older franchises. Um, and then it says uh, that they did a few other things. I always remember on the same day. King's Quest and Geometry Wars was ran out, so two games. But was, uh, blah, they were, yeah, yeah, King's so. Quest, Space Quest. They did all the Space Quest, Leisure Suit Larry. Those were like the big so he, Sierra right, franchises back in the day. Do you remember Heroes Quest? Heroes Quest, yeah, they, yeah. They didn't trademark that. Shit, really? So they had to rename it. How the fuck? It. Why would... What? They just didn't. So when the That's game crazy. Hero Quest came along, the board game Hero Quest, which I think it was like Mattel or Hasbro, they copyrighted it. And I had that that game, that board yeah, game. Yeah, dude. Have you With seen... With all there the fucking little figures, we painted the shit out of those Have you seen we the small. video, Why Hero Quest is the Greatest Board Game of All Time? No, I haven't. I should oh, check it out. So I played. Good. I used to play it a lot. We had a, a really good time playing yeah. it too. It was fun. Well, it's a it very, was really very simple funny video. Too. This big bearded yeah. Aussie guy pointing out every single thing that he loves about Hero Quest and what a great game it is. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. You've got to, you've okay, got to watch I'll it. I'll check it out. That sounds good. Um, yeah, we should do that for the uh, for Games Night. Yeah, it's like um, it's like D&D light. Like it's it's really simple. Oh, it's super game light. To play. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very fun though. I've never played it. Hey, listen. Um so I did a we did a road trip. Well, we did many road trips as as a family like when I was growing up sort of thing. But one of the road trips that we did was we drove from Ottawa to Orlando, which is like right. two—that's a long old way. Two, two or three days driving, yeah, yeah. Um, and it takes you through like all the great uh, eastern states, like uh, New York and like uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, <laughs> Virginia, like uh, like states like that. You left Georgia off that list. Not a fan. Well, I don't remember going through it. It was all a bit of a blur. I was pretty young at the time, but yeah. I remember we got we 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 got into like Florida State and we were making our way down to Orlando and I think it just timing-wise we I think we had to like stop in Jacksonville or something because it was really oh, yeah. late and we had to stay over sort of Not thing. Not a great but, town. No. no offense Jacksonville, but you're a hole. But anyway, I, one thing I I distinctly remember being sort of like surprised by, we we were driving down we stopped off at a diner to eat lunch and we, we got in there and it was like, oh, table for four because I had like younger brother or whatever. So we sat down and we were, we, we were just sitting there like looking at the menus and stuff. And then two like highway patrol guys came in, you know, with the fucking aviators and like the weird, you know, scout hats and, you know, Are big we watching gun holster. Fargo right now? Yeah. <laughs> They, they oh had God. like the big gun holsters and like these like fucking magnums and stuff. And they, they walked in and they were, you know, doing like the posturing and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need two tables, please. And there's two of them. And I was like, 
at the time, I was pretty young. I was at the time, I was like, well, maybe they just don't want to sit together. Like, right. like maybe they just want like to sit at their own tables, like they're on a break or something. Like I didn't get it. So like I watched them. And so, so they went over like in the corner of this diner and there was two tables and they both sat at one table and I was like, okay, well, well, what the fuck? And then they just started fucking unloading guns onto the other table. Okay. So they, they actually had a gun table um, <laughs> that, that just had like a shotgun on it from the car and like oh, all I'm of these sorry, guns. Sorry, taking out, like, and, like, they, they weren't firing the guns. I, sorry, I thought, no. I thought they were firing the guns at people at another table for a second. But no, they, would, they were unholstering guns. I, okay. I hope they'd leave a, a decent tip if they Yeah, were no, just... they were just like unloading like these guns onto the table. We didn't need a table. And they just, it, they had like. It. Like little fucking like 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 boot holstered guns that they took out and stuff, and they just completely degunned to sit down and have like coffee. And then there's just like this mountain of weapons on this table beside them. It was fucking weird. And then um, I sort of said to my dad, like, "Oh, is that what you guys do?" Because my dad was like a cop um, in Ottawa. And he's like, no, no, we don't have like that many guns. <laughs> that was, that was Canada. It. <laughs> it's like so weird. It was just so fucking weird. Like Florida cops. How many? The, so they had like what six or seven guns each. Like fuck, so it what was the hell? nuts. It was like I was just like waiting for one of them to just get a bazooka out and put that <laughs> on. And like it was just crazy. And it was. I think it was the first time that I sort of realized that American and Canadian cultures is very similar, but very different yeah, at the yeah. same time. Like there's just certain things that they do in America that are just so fucking alien to Canadians. And I think the gun table was definitely one of them. Um, it was I, really I, weird. I think the the thing about America and, and uh, especially when it comes to decisions about the police or the military and stuff like that, is that it, it is actually, it's hard to argue with the fact that if you're going to be a cop, and there's a potential that you might have to shoot people, you should really have a shitload of guns so that if it comes down to it, you, your police officer's not going to get killed. Like, if you're going to yeah. send people out saying, okay, you guys are going out, you'll be like 100 miles from anywhere on a motorcycle, you don't want to just give them a fucking pea shooter. And it all it all comes around because um, police just used to have like a fucking revolver, right? Yeah, that's all they used to have, just their little six shot revolver, pew pew pew, and then it's like, well, <laughs> pew, pew. yeah. But they started giving them pepper spray. They had the stick as well, you know. They could do those fancy it, it, moves with the stick. But and... all the the thing is, if I've got a gun and you're like click click, well. To the stick I go, what are you going to rush Yeah, in? but you could like, what if you, what if, it depends what the stick's made of, because you could like Genji that shit, right? You'd like, raw, like deflect <laughs> the shots and stuff. would <laughs> be pretty good, but. That's the, uh, no, I don't I, think, I, but I, don't I just think that feel happens. like the, the, the American response to any kind of threat is, well, I'm not going out there without a fucking machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if it's they have like machine a... guns? You're right. We better have a tank. <laughs> Hey Sarge, I'm gonna need a minigun for this patrol. No problem. <laughs> <Just like this. laughs> Check it out. Take it from the machine gun locker. Make sure if you go to a diner, you put the minigun on a different table. It we might need a minigun table, please. Um, this one is too big to add to the mountain of other armaments that we've brought into the diner today. <laughs> Everybody Fuck clear me. out. We gotta bring a tank into the diner. <laughs> we gotta park it in the you diner. Guys have any bigger parking spots outside? We got a tank here. It's a police tank, okay? <laughs> Not only does it shoot shells, but it's got a battering ram to knock down doors for crack houses as well. It's hungry. That's right. The tank is hungry. 
<laughs> two chicken sandwiches for us and a bacon to go. <laughs> Take for the it tank. So cre- <laughs> and then the fucking lady goes out on roller skates. <laughs> two milkshakes for the tank. <laughs> Shoving sandwiches down the turret. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, but that's yeah, the way so they that's... roll. They're like that. It makes perfect sense, really. Yeah. If if you have a situation where you're going to need guns, why don't we have the biggest guns? Like that's we pretty need much more it. guns. That's how you combat guns. guns. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's crazy. And it's hard. It yeah. is. It is hard to argue against that. Like it's. I mean, the thing is, you know, Canada and England are, I think, quite similar in a lot of ways, and that we're just, or Britain, I should say, are kind of like, well, we don't really need guns. If we need them, we'll worry about it when we need them. But not everybody walks around carrying a fucking gun in the UK. No. I mean, in Canada, there are lots of guns. Like, yeah. uh, you know, hunting is is a big thing in Canada. Lots of people have hunting rifles and stuff at home. But the, the control around them and the permit issuing and everything is a lot tighter and better controlled in Canada. So whilst there's lots of guns... Um, they're, you know, you, you're required to lock them up properly. You're required to do all this stuff. Because like, I guess in America, a part of the problem is that guns, a lot of the times, you know, like it, it's, it's easy enough to go into a store and, and, and get a gun or if you have a permit or whatever. I don't know exactly how it works. But a lot of guns are stolen from people's houses, yeah, right? Yeah, and a lot, like, yeah. And that's, and that's a huge problem as well. And I guess like having to, to lock them up properly or like hide them or, or whatever is like you know, a, a thing that they do in Canada. So a lot less end up on the streets. But I mean, I, I guess like gun crime is still a bit of a problem in Canada, but oh, it's yeah, obviously yeah. No, nowhere close to what it is in the in the States. Like it's, I mean, know, it's, it's clearly nothing. Like I know that people are saying, like this is one of those arguments that's going to run and run. And it's it's a huge debate about a couple of sentences that were written like 200 years ago in a, in the, you know, the, 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 the papers that they, uh, you know, the, what the constitution and everything. They wrote down the people, you know, organized militia and everything. And there's so much debate about what that means and whether it's relevant and whether it still applies. But there's so many fucking guns in America. Like whenever, whenever I go over there, I'm amazed at the number of people walking around just carrying guns. They just That's got a crazy. gun. They've got one on their hip or their car has got a gun rack on. Or you go into Walmart and there's fucking a whole aisle of guns and ammo and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, it really is such a big thing. And I just yeah. wonder, is it, is it just that? Like, is it just the fact that guns are so commonplace and so usual well, that it's you like, can't, I've got an argument with this person, I'm going to get my fucking gun out and I'm going to yeah, show him who's boss. The thing is, as well, and and something that a lot of people don't consider is that there are a lot of people who just like guns. Like, yeah, they just want to own awesome. guns and they like them and they think they're fucking cool and they want to shoot them at, at a target range or whatever and stuff. And like, you know, I guess that's like... You know, something in itself yeah, or whatever cool. but you know so, some people are like very enthusiastic about guns as well and like you know i think it's 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 one of those things you you like them i guess or, or you or you really don't yeah. like them i mean i know lots, like of Mar- people, lots of people lots of people in this country yeah it's like marmite right guns and marmite yeah guns and marmite there, i mean go. lots of people in this country that i know have never shot a gun never really seen a gun yeah and when they when they see one they're like Holy shit, it's a gun. You know, like when we go to the airport, that's the only time you really see people at the airport and outside embassies, like outside the US embassy, you see guys with guns and outside the, uh, you know, at, at Heathrow yeah. and stuff. Heathrow Airport, they've got those fucking machine guns yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like the MP5 or whatever it is. Like they've, yeah, they've yeah. got proper submachine guns and shit. They're, they're ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas on the street, like I, you never see police officers with guns unless it's like a big deal, like someone... Like a Downing Street, I think they might have some guys with guns. And if there's, the, I, I mean, I remember when the Queen uh, for the Jubilee she, had a gun. She had a gun. Yeah. 
They figured yeah, out she that just golden hit carriage. it in her bra. Yeah, she just, just fired it in the air, <laughs> James Bond style. Gonna need a second parade Mr. for all my guns. Get the gun carriage <laughs> parading behind her. The Queen's carriage, the gun, guns waving to gun. people as it goes past. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm happier people... living with the knowing that if I'm gonna get in trouble, I'm probably just gonna get you know beaten up rather stabbed. than shot. Yeah, stabbed. Yeah, I, I would, I would prefer to be harmed in a more personal sort of manner rather than touch. at long at long range you know like <laughs> yeah. if somebody's gonna hurt me try to like gouge my eyes out or, or stab me or something don't don't pussy out and shoot me from like you know so you're saying 20, that 20 meters away when or someone whatever, sees you having shot your pants and you're walking down yes. the street you want them don't to come up me. and and like push push your eyes in and then crack your skull like the i want to feel the human touch <laughs> when i'm being killed <laughs> I imagine like a fucking gun, a, a cop in, in Canada was just coming with a big hunting rifle into the diner and then they'd go, I need a second table for my moose they just shot. Yeah, that's that's what they need. Good old moosey. Yeah. yeah fucking, they slam this they don't go down easy either. Like one one shot for a moose is pretty rare. Like <laughs> you need a that's minigun. when you need the Heathrow the you Heathrow have guys. You, shot a moose? <laughs> you need a minigun. No, I've never shot a moose. No, no, I wouldn't dare. God, what if it turned around and bucked you? You'd be dead. You, Sips likes the person. Literally touch. rip your head off with a buck from need, a moose. He's only stabbed huge. the moose. Yeah, he goes yeah. up and starts yeah, wrestling yeah, that's with right. it. <laughs> moose, did you just shit in public? That's it. You're you going down. Fucked up, son. Yeah, just like one firm hand on the shoulder and the other one just fucking gouging his guts out with a knife Jesus. prison prison style <laughs> prison style yeah <laughs> jesus christ holy shit um so have you guys played like any any video games have you have you gravitated any into any new games recently are you guys enjoying any new experiences in games or is it just lots of dota hearts of iron for um the same, I, i've actually the stopped playing hearts of iron 4 so much um, because I, I think yeah, it's still saving it for the recordings. Yeah, a saving it for the recordings, but also because um, I, I mean it's still early days. And I remember Hearts of Iron Three when it came out did this kind of goofy shit, and I'm just kind of sick of the AI and its incompetence at the moment. The more you play it, yeah. the more you see it do the same thing. You're just like, for fuck's sake! Like yeah, it's either well, too easy it, or that your allies are fucking idiots. Like I've it I've, was really really apparent in because we started another game, right? We've got the the game that we played as the Scandinavian fascists that's that's out now and going up on team double dragon and people seem to uh, actually surprisingly people seem to enjoy it so far people which love a bit of fascism i wasn't expecting at all yeah we I never guess know what to expect but we don't fascism, really care yeah. we this is the my mantra is we're gonna do what we want to do and if you like it great yeah. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it and you can pretty much tell within the first couple of episodes if you're gonna like it or not right so. well, yeah i mean alternatively my mantra is i want to efficiently make money so <laughs> um Right. Which conflicts with yours, of course, but you know, I'm sure we can find like a middle ground. Anyway, um, so we start another game and the the AI being hilariously bad at times is I, I find really apparent in that game mm. because there have been some questionable decisions <laughs> yeah. made in that game. Um, but it, it's coming along nice. It's exciting, actually, because... Uh, just I don't want to spoil anything, but man, who would have thought that we would actually have had an impact the way that we've had yeah. in that game? Like it's yeah, it's, it's really crazy. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel so. like um I I have never played it having ticked the box historical focus, and I kind of think 
if you tick that little box, the game has a better idea of what it should be doing. Yeah. Otherwise, and I saw this this post this guy put on the Hearts of Iron 4 subreddit the other day saying, where are all the Germans? And he was trying to find the hundreds of divisions of German troops, trying to figure out where the fuck they were, because the war in France was not going well. Like, the English landed, they sent a couple of divisions, they ran around a little bit, and then they just left. They just left. They could have taken Germany. There was nobody in Germany. They just sort of went... Well, there's no one here to fight. We didn't home. actually do this in real life, so we're not going to start doing it now. <laughs> or they're like, oh, wait, someone's invading our tiny island in the Pacific that nobody gives a shit about. Quick, men, to the battlements. <laughs> and they sort of get on their ships and just coast straight over there. It's just kind of daft. So Hundreds oh, of divisions yeah. like, across, across to defend this Pacific outpost. Yeah. So he, just, he found all the German divisions. They had like hundreds of them in China. They had hundreds of them in... In like uh, Southeast Asia, they had a load in New Zealand and places. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, it doesn't make sense. The AI should understand you don't need to commit an army or multiple army groups to something that big. Like, it should weight it, like, based on not just resources, but tactical importance. It doesn't really understand that. And when you're fighting them, they tend to just do the old, let's form a massive line and slowly grind our way through them. Where's the encirclement? Like you have to fuck Where's up. Where's the paratroop drops? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Where's I haven't all that seen kind of any stuff? AI do do paratroops no, never, or never. even really naval invasions. They do a naval invasion with like two extent. divisions, and if it yeah. works, then they suddenly stick a load more in. But they don't commit, and it's just kind of I don't know. I find at the moment it's a bit bonkers. But like yeah. I said, Hearts of Iron Three was the same. It all evened out, and eventually it became you know steadier, and there was more. There was more. I have uh, installed more, more a mod actually in Hearts of Fire, huh. so we might have to. You might have to install that when you play with me next, because it's the it's the historical flag mod for the oh, Nazi dear. flag. You know, because... if you put that, nobody in Germany can watch our videos, right? Yeah, you're not allowed. You shouldn't. I I don't even know why you would be compelled to consider that. What's the difference? Yeah, you you're cares? fucking like, Nazi, Lewis. Is that what it is? What are you? Some sort of fucking. Nazi? Oh, it's really nice to see the Nazi flag. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's real. It's what actually fucking happened. It's like uh, we're, we're it was actually designed history. by Hitler as well. It was he was an artist and he designed that logo. So it's just not. It it's was just not the same seeing this weird sort of. German Empire flag that they've got in here. Like, Hearts of Iron has got everything else except that Nazi flag. Well, you're not it's allowed got, to. It is, it is, it is an, it is a, it's got a, Hitler, a, a tried... it's got historical accurate stuff, it's got the real Japanese flag, it's got the real other every other flag. Right, but they're not banned in their respective countries, and Germany has banned the swastika, so they're literally like, we can't sell this game if we ship it with a Nazi flag. Like, that's why Wolfenstein you know, had Nazi flags all over the place, but you couldn't couldn't play it in Germany. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, commenters, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. Well, as somebody who visits Germany very occasionally, I can pretty much say that I think you're right. So, I mean, when I went there dressed as Hitler waving a giant flag, <laughs> it was not yeah. well received. No, no, I don't think that they find <laughs> jokes about Hitler very funny no. because they're really sensitive no. and touchy about it. Understandably, that's, that's just the one thing that's missing from Heart of Iron. Hearts of Iron, and uh, do you know what? It's a big thing. It's a really big thing for whom? To, to me, well, it's different for me to see like you know the war going on in Europe and this kind of weird. You know, it's different to see the Nazi flags actually fighting along, you you know, along the borders. It doesn't it give you, you a boner unless it's a swastika. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? No, I, I guess... This is killing my more, boner! This game isn't it is, sexy enough for me. It's killing my war boner. It needs That's to be right. really racist it's to get me going. Me right in the bone. Do you know what this is? You know what this is? You know what's gun. next for you is requesting that you have the final solution stuff 
and the Holocaust put into the game as well, which is a constant thread on the forums. How come you can't kill any Jews in this game? I'm outraged. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch my snuff videos on my iPad on the plane. What the hell? Yeah. I don't think those two things are the same, PFLEX. I, all I'm saying I mean, is, dude, that there are there is a subset of people that play these games because they want to recreate what they see as the missed opportunity of Germany conquering the world. And I think you, Lewis Brindley, are one of them. Yeah. Closet Nazi. It is whitewashing history, though. It's like Holocaust. It's a, the game is a Holocaust dying game. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jesus what I'm saying. Christ. How do you feel about that? Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about it. How do you feel about oh, it? Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking paradox holocaust denies we got him we got him boys to the hague yeah to the hague that's right jesus Christ. fucking hell anyway so um so hearts of iron 4 uh i think we're unanimous in saying we're playing it to record it now and we haven't been playing it much in our spare time yeah i i, I i've obviously played a little bit of some other stuff i bought on steam to try it out i've like i picked up on the sale and i've actually i think i've bought about 10 games and i've steam refunded about eight oh of them. wow i can fucking stand nice. them Th there's nothing out of the moment if i'm honest like i, I mean i'm just playing dota i'm playing csgo i'm playing overwatch i'm, I'm playing there's the, those are the games that i'm caning at the moment like i was gonna play that serial killer one what's it called uh dead by daylight, dead by or whatever, daylight. and i was just oh, kind of yeah. like eh, i can't be bothered it's, just okay. it's, not it's not it's not that great. Yeah. It's it it gets a lot of hype and it's it's all right. It's a YouTube game. I think it's because it's, it's summer and they figure that nerds are gonna go outside, but they are wrong. Maybe. They yeah, wrong. I mean nerds don't really go outside. We need a good good game. Summer is when you need good games because of all the fucking healthy tanned alpha people out there we we nerds need games to climb indoors and hide oh <laughs> my god i've got uh, i mean speaking of tans i've got like the ultimate dad tan like on oh, my yeah? neck though like uh... i've like my whole body is neon white except for the back of my neck which is like fucking like brown as hell right is that because you stand like hunched over outside the school waiting for your son yeah or something? pretty much yeah, yeah. And, like so the sun doesn't reach anywhere else except for the back of my neck nice um yeah and then occasionally if i have to be outside like against my will um that's where the sun seems to like to to go on me as well so do you normally slather yourself up with suntan cream, but you always forget the back of your neck? No, not, not not really, no. I, I mean, I like, you have wear to... wear it in the UK. Like, I never, ever wear suntan lotion. No, it's, it's never sunny in the UK, so you it probably have point? to worry. I mean, if it's a boiling hot day, yeah. and we're going to be out... Like, sometimes in the summer, you know, when it gets, like, 30, 32, yeah. and we're going to be out all day, being bald especially, I better lather up the old head. But I, I don't burn. Like, I remember when we went... when we. Were, when I was down a couple of weeks ago, famous last words. Yeah, yeah. I bet <laughs> no, you go like, I bet you'd go red like a tomato. No, I really like, don't. Yeah. Like, like Duncan was out in the sun for half an hour when we were filming. His arm was bright pink. Like he burned. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Much he burned. Like that, I was in the same sun and nothing. Like nothing. I, it just Duncan does have like a nerd complexion though, he does, big yeah. time. He is yeah. almost an albino. Hey nerd skin, yeah. man. Nerd skin. Hey nerd skin. Hey nerd skin. Can I get a little sunburn, nerd skin? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Don't be mean. No, I'm uh, not. I'm just. I'm just. Saying. Just pointing out that you know. Just pointing out. He's got that nerd, he's nerd skin. What's the... and he's got nerd skin. So <laughs> what, what can he do? I, I, I need to get into another RPG or something like this. I think I might have to pick up. I might have to play Fallout or something like that. I played. I, I played it. Fallout Four. I actually finished it. I I, I did the um the storyline. Oh, wow. um, but I I went with the Brotherhood of Steel and did their whole. They're annoying. Um. 
Because it, 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 the Fallout 4 endings, it turns out, are not the same as the previous games. You remember like in New Vegas and in Fallout 3, when you finish the game, um, you'd get like little little differences in like that sort of like montage at the end. You know, it'd be like the lone wanderer decided not to take his dog with him and instead shit on some guy's head and you know like it just like depending on what you did and who you were um not friends with and who you're friends with you had like these different little subtle things in the ending or whatever i never finished yeah fallout 4 the endings are a little bit different like it's more faction based like the endings seem to revolve around sort of you either doing something with the institute or something with the brotherhood of steel or something with like the railroad who are like synth um, sympathizers or whatever. Yeah. They're all against each other. So, so you can't really have a bit of one and, and the other sort of thing. Right, and, right. and your endings, and you your endings reflect one. that. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of like the old way, the old endings in the Fallout games, but it was still pretty satisfying. The Brotherhood of Steel questline thing was was pretty awesome. It was, there's was definitely some very mean. funny moments in there as well, like very Fallout esque. So, it definitely used to be like, like one of the expansions I remember was that one with Fallout. I think it was a New Vegas expansion where you went to the Far Mountain or something like that, or or Big uh, Empty, Big M, Big M, the Big MT, yeah, yeah, the Big Mountain, and that was um, a great little expansion. It was enclosed. It was almost Old like World playing Blues, a, yeah. Fuck, that was the best expansion. Old World Blues was some of these some DLC of the, I've ever played. Some of the DLCs was it was so, so, so fucking good. funny. Holy shit. And, it was, and it was really well written. Some of them were great, and basically that they were quite. They had like a path, like a linear path that you went through, but you chose different things along that path, right? Yeah. And so your your choices along that path changed the final story, right? Whereas I think with Fallout Four, you pick one of four paths, and that takes you to an ending, right? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I picked the ending, which was the Institute, because I just sort of, you know, that's where I was going, and that's yeah, what yeah. I was doing, and I wanted to know what happened, and so yeah, I ended up destroying the other factions as part of that ending. Yeah, yeah, you have um, to sort of thing. So it was yeah. kind of it was it was a strange experience, but I mean I'm I'm excited I haven't played the new Fallout 4 DLC Far Harbor expansion. No, that's so that's a um that's like a Nick Valentine sort of a girl's gone missing and she might be a synth and you have to go find her sort of thing and it takes you to like a new location or whatever. Yeah, I mean I, I, I I've got it as well. I didn't I didn't play it. I, I keep my, meaning to go back. My sort but, of feeling on that is that I tend not to want to do those DLCs until the whole all of them are out. Yeah. And until there's a couple of must have mods in, to to install. And so yeah. I, I, that's when I tend to go back. I play a game at release and then I come back to it yeah. in a year or whatever. Once it once if once it's got the gold edition and and it comes with everything sort of yeah yeah. well so the dlc that's coming out this month for fallout 4 at some point i'm not sure when um, but i'm gonna pick it up because it looks pretty fun is the one where you build your own vault and uh people can live in it right right get them to do shit which would be pretty fun i don't think you build your own vault but i think it's you know the whole settlement building thing applies where you can place furniture and you can have a vault yeah yeah that appeals to me I, i i would like that like i if i if I could have like a, a a base, I would like to be in a vault because I just think I like they're kind of cool and building. stuff. And especially in Fallout Four, they they're not ugly as shit. You know, they they actually look interesting and nice. And it's stuff. such a pretty game. The vaults in Fallout Three and in New Vegas were just so fucking depressing. Holy shit, they were interesting. Fallout Four's great. Yeah, it's a great game. Great gunplay. Great story. Great like uh, I I think they 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 tried. They were they were quite ambitious. I feel like I feel like. 
comparing it to World of Warcraft, it's, it's like the settlements thing is a little bit like garrisons. You know, you build up stuff, but yeah. they did tie into the storyline well, quite they're trying well to advance, They're trying to advance the, the the world a bit, right? Like like the Brotherhood of Steel, like in that game, obviously are are, are pretty well set up. You know, like they've got the, a fucking blimp and everything, and and you know what I mean. Like I think I think maybe like future Fallout games we'll see like some of these like more established factions getting bigger and and more to do like in them and stuff like that you know it's not like what i want to know is if if it actually happened like fallout 4 and everything like that what would you actually do like you wouldn't be the lone wanderer killing people no. with the dog. what would you actually do like imagine right i'm I've, i think about this all the time and i think it's, it's part of modern culture we think about the apocalypse and we're like, oh this is what i do if there was a zombie apocalypse and stuff let's imagine that shit gets crazy in the next year and right around Christmas time, the nukes start flying, you survive, your family survives. What do you do? Like, what are you going to do? Man, it would be so fucking miserable. Like, it would be so bad. Like, I would not want to survive. I would just want to be killed in, in, in the explosions. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't do shit. It would suck. It would really fucking suck. Like, it, the world as you know it would be not there. You'd have not, no fucking comfort whatsoever. Yeah. Like, you just have to start from scratch with so much shit that you take for granted now. It'd be impossible. And, like, it and would the constant really fucking threat suck balls. of some gang of, of maniacs, yeah. like, killing yeah. you and eating and, you. And, and the stuff. thing is, it you know, it's fine to read about it in Fallout 4 where it's like, you know, they're... They, they'll, they're murderers and rapists and stuff. And you're like, yeah, well, whatever. They're raiders and it's a video game and, and fine. I'll just go kill them all. But like, fuck, if that was if that was really threatening like your family who survived a nuclear blast and stuff, that would suck too. You would never sleep. You'd just be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. are my kids going to be kidnapped by like these fucking people and my wife is going to get killed by them and stuff? Like, I would not want to live in that world at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, <would> agreed. Suck. <laughs> That sounds like a terrible idea. Let's not yeah. do it. That's yeah, yeah. It would just I think suck. as someone who is like a lone wolf, you know, like me, someone who has no obligations. The first thing I would do is I would paint a gigantic swastika on my t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd raise the flag above my house and I declare. New New Hitler, New <laughs> Nazi, New Nazi land. The the, the, the right. Lou Reich. That's what you'd have to be. Oh, the Lou oh, Reich. Oh my Reich. God. That's right. Holy shit. I don't and want then, that um, to ever happen to the world. Like I'm quite happy taking my kids to school, playing video games, enjoying electricity. Like but you know, all, all, like our knowledge of what <laughs> yeah. was happening in the world would be so limited. Like there's no internet. Yeah. There's no TV. Like that all gets destroyed by the EMP pulse and everything. So your communication consists of what you can say to your neighbors and, and, uh, and people. And if any of the authorities drive around with a bullhorn saying, we're all fucked, just stay inside and die, and die thing, alone, right? please don't Here's come the out. Real, the real deal. If there was some sort of disaster, like, like post-apocalyptic nuclear war at this point in time, which is not a 0% chance, yeah, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, there is, uh, there is, you know, the, the UK is not in a great position. Right, because it's quite densely packed. It's right in the middle between uh, China and America, kind and of Russia thing. Or, or I mean, yeah. well, then again, like it's, it's it's one of these places where we're going to get it's close to Europe, get which is going to get we are going to get badly fucked up, yep. right? And not only that, but the UK has got so many people in it and so many 
um, so so reliant on food imports that it's one of the worst places in the world for you to be in the case of uh, apocalypse because all of the food you know comes is is so much. I think we're something like five days like food away from the whole country starving, kind of running out of right, food right. sort of thing. It's like some it's like if the bees disappeared, yeah, the whole yeah. the whole place <laughs> yeah. would like shut down in like a matter of weeks, whatever. There's certain there's certain things about the UK is one of the worst places to be, actually. Um if you wanna there's all sorts of oh, there's all sorts of cra- yeah. I don't think it's gonna be like Mad Max, it's gonna be like gangs of crazy people, but I see crazy people out on the street all the time. I'm like, I they are out there. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, it's not, you know, and we don't have guns. We've already talked about yeah, this. Yeah. Maybe the Americans are right. You know, yeah. Sips, you're going to have to get close to a person with a knife. You're going to have right? to jug people. That's what's going <laughs> to come down to you. Get the fucking jug out of How are you going to heat the water, You're going to have to jug them. Yeah. It's just like, fucking somebody get the electricity online straight away. We got kettles to boil. <laughs> I've we already got had some, to jug two people we today. Got, we got some jugging to do. Guys, <laughs> That's how the, we're going to assert our dominance. The juggers, <laughs> the juggers are coming. The juggers are coming. The local jugger again. <laughs> Guys walking oh, no. very carefully towards you with a jug of boiling oh, water. Oh, no, Whoa. Betty Lou. This, this summer's jug- harvest of pumpkins is gone. Who do you think did it? It was them juggers. Them juggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Fuck. and then in like 50 years time you know your nan will be be saying oh them juggers yeah oh, i can't believe them yeah, no but, but the, the thing is you know you guys say like oh what would you do if like you know and the nukes dropped and the world ended and stuff that the, the reality is is that we if we were in a bomb shelter uh we would die in there uh because we would not live um past the point where we could resurface like I mean, we're like in our 30s and 40s and right. stuff. We would we would die in those in those vaults. No, no, you and can come up after a few years. If we had kids or whatever, how many years? It's like a two or three years. No, it's got to be longer than that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I mean, you'd have to wear the suit. You'd have to wear like a suit, but you could at least figure yeah, out yeah. what the fuck was going and, on. And you would never be able to produce food. It would oh, take no, no, like no. way longer like than if that. You for... would need to have underground. A, a pretty big, like bigger than your house underground. Yeah. You'd need to have water filtration system, air filtration system, and you'd need to figure out a way to store enough food to feed your family of four people for potentially like 10 years. Yeah. So you've got everything you need. You need weapons. So you need like NASA paste for sure. For, yeah. Something like that's, that's hard to come compact. by. And you'd also need to have vitamins because you're not going to see the sun. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna get scurvy if you don't eat some fresh fruits. You got to worry yeah. about shit like that. It's gonna be almost yeah. impossible. I, I I feel like it's the price we pay for living in civilization, though. Is that if it is that zero point zero 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 whatever chance of the big the big apocalypse happening, we we're just we're just dead. Yeah, right? we're dead. If yeah, we're, I mean we're not. The other we're option not. is. We could build ourselves a shelter out in South Georgia somewhere where it's, you know, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Where no one's ever going to bomb because there's nothing out there. And, you know, make out and spend loads of time out there. But then we have to live there. Yep. Yeah, you know, that sucks. Yeah, I would sucks. rather die. Yeah. Do you want to live your entire life as a worm <laughs> or a week as a tiger? You put a, put, a, right. put a shelter in Fargo. You'd be like, we've got to live in Fargo to stay near to our apocalypse shelter. You'd be like, oh, fuck, I wish I was dead. You resurface and like it's untouched. It's the exact same. <laughs> the people the same. are still living their lives like, <laughs> hey, oh, what's, what's happening? Hey, Anything uh, uh, interesting happening? <laughs> yeah, the, the entire world's ended except for Fargo is still still thriving, still going. We haven't sure had any bread place. deliveries for a while, but uh, nobody seems too too bothered. It's fine. TV's acting yeah. up again. Just an old guy banging the TV in the corner of the bar. <laughs> yeah. This freaking thing's been on the fridge for five years already. 
<laughs> oh man. Um, but I mean, Fallout Four. Like, I don't think you need to wait for all the DLC. Honestly, I think that there's enough to do. Like the settlement stuff. They've released a bunch of DLC for like you can make factories and stuff and. There, there's there's definitely enough to do. I I, I guess mm. I finished the game as Brotherhood of Steel and I instantly restarted again because I want to finish it as like a I want to do like the institute route. Um I I mean it's it's a spoiler but it's I mean is it okay to spoil Fallout 4? It's been out for months yeah, now, right? Dude, like dude. nobody cares. So I get to the end um in in the Brotherhood of Steel line, you basically have to assault the institute because you find the institute and stuff. Um, and same with the railroad, you have to you have to assault them and, and kill them all as well because those are like the main rival factions. So there's big quests to basically get rid of them, sort of thing. So in in the in the final big push in the institute or whatever, you know, you meet your your son and he's created a synth of him as as a little boy and stuff. Um, and you and you find out that it is a synth, and depending on how you're sort of like aligned in the game or whatever, like I, I was like a real synth hater in my in my playthrough. Right, right. So like right at the end, like the institute is like about to explode, or the, there's going to be a nuclear detonation or whatever, and this little boy runs up to you. It's like, Mama, Mama, can I come with you? And then there's like a dialogue option. It's like you're a fucking robot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So, so I picked that one and then, and then he goes like really fucking sinister on you. Like, how fucking dare you? You're going to leave me here. And then the dialogue ends. So then I naturally tried to shoot him in the face. Right. Um, but the game won't let you. Like you can't kill a kid in Fallout still. <laughs> so, so that was that. Like I tried That's to shoot. That's one of the first mods though. That's synth- like the Nazi mod for Hearts of Iron. Yeah. See, they can't, they can't get it published in countries where you're let where you can do yeah, that. It's crazy. So I tried to shoot young robotic Sean in the face for dissing me hard right before I blew up the institute. And I couldn't. I felt a bit cheated. But then, you know, you get to blow it up anyway and probably dies. So it was it was all good. <laughs> it all worked out. I so, man, I blasted through it too. Like it took me no time at all to Sounds like it. To to do it. Yeah. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Start playing Hearthstone again recently as well. Did you? I did. Yeah. I don't. I don't what know are you what. Playing? I don't know what prompted me to play it. I had like no interest in it, and then I think I hadn't even. I hadn't even finished all of the League of Explorers stuff. So like, I still had cards to unlock. So I, I did all that oh, yesterday. Yeah. I haven't even. I haven't even bought that expansion. Yeah, but I was watching. I think it was Strife Crow. I was watching him. I, I watched like one of his videos where he was playing. Um, like some Cthulhu warrior deck, and I didn't know I, I didn't know anything about you know Whispers of the Old Gods. I didn't really know how any of the new cards worked or whatever. And I just thought that Cthulhu was awesome. Just the, just the way that you know you build up to him and you you drop him down and he does shit. And it's I just thought it was really cool. I wanted to try it out. So that that's what got me back in. Started I made the Cthulhu warrior deck and played around with that. And then um, I think I got Yog Saron out of a pack. So I made some weird homebrew warrior Yog Saron deck, which I haven't lost with yet. <laughs> but but I'm at like rank twenty, so um, it's been really fun. Actually, the the new cards just and playing in standard is really nice too. Like there's no Doctor Boom and piloted shredders and you know all the 
dumb shit that really annoyed Haunted me. Haunted creepers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gone. like all the it's old stuff is is out. So Mad like scientists are gone. Yeah, it's, it's a relief yeah, to play. It's, it, yeah. is, it, is, it is really nice. It's It seems to refresh the game and there's lots of really interesting decks and, you know, there's still... I was watching Kibler playing like some like um, Cthulhu Reno Yog deck or something and it was just it was mad it was just crazy but it was so funny like you know that some of the blunders like with the unknown shit like the rng and everything and it was just it was just very very entertaining and just very fun and i think that's I like play, what hearthstone is meant to be on, on thursdays with turks we do the tambro it is it's a good it's good fun and, and every time i play it it does get me into it a little bit that's the thing i can't i can't help getting back into it i think and heart playing hearthstone makes me want to play wow but i feel like hearthstone is a little bit like dota to me in in now that it's it's it can be very grindy and repetitive and forgettable right it's yeah. not it's a very forgettable time wasting experience for me playing hearthstone and dota so i've i've it's one of my resolutions to try and not play these games that are yeah. just hours and hours and hours sunk into it for no Kind yeah, of real remembering or no real joy, um, but yeah, I, I've got enough games to try out. I've, I, I bought Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I played that for a bit. It was quite fun. Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I quite enjoyed that. Actually, <laughs> I feel like games um, companies are running out of names to give their games, so they just call yeah. it stuff like that. Well, the Necro Dancer is Treasure of the Wizard's Tomb and the Warlock but, also with a witch it's... companion. <laughs> <laughs> No, but all the good names are taken, so they're just getting longer and longer. It's the rhythm-based, um, like RPG roguelike thing. So oh, it's, yeah. and it's now the they're running out of genres. So they're like, like, how many genres can we fit in a game? Yeah, it's a rhythm-based shooter, rogue shoot 'em up, multiplayer. And the MMO guys that make these games game. probably just play dev game dev tycoon, <laughs> and they're like, okay, let's uh, let's let's mess around with some of these different genre of games and just see what happens. <laughs> but they're all there in game dev tycoon. Yeah, you can are. do all the you mixing and matching it. you need. Yeah, it's a detective. Jesus. Dance Sim Zoo Sim <laughs> management game with MMO elements and collectibles. <laughs> and it's a roguelike. Everybody AI likes a roguelike. And, and a you can also build your own city in it too, just as a just as an aside, if you like that sort of thing. So and then we're trying to cater to just about everybody, everybody with this one. Do you like games? <laughs> Any game? You'll find it here. In abundance. Do you like every genre of game ever? <laughs> well, my game has all of Guess them. Guess what? <laughs> We've got them all. Party yeah. time with the you... Crypt of the Wizard King. <laughs> it does actually feel like that sometimes. It's pretty weird. But, oh, man. I, I hear that that game's actually pretty good, though. Uh, all joking aside. Yeah, yeah. We're only fucking with you. Yeah. It's fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I picked up a whole lot of crap, but I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'm just going to keep experimenting. Keep so, you got any questions from the audience, Sips? Uh, Whoa, what we'll the fuck, man? Off. It's only an hour. I mean, let's hit I know, the questions. We started, we started 45 minutes late, and I've got to go. I've got to have oh, a shit, lunch and sorry. shit. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's I was right, late Sips. today. It's going to be a short one. All right. Um, questions fine let's do it quick what's your favorite movie this is from josh williams 98 didn't we uh, have this asking, last week i swear to god we what's had your this favorite movie no no fargo. Fargo. okay <laughs> lewis, lewis is, is chiming with fargo Lebe Lebe Lebowski. Um, really? that's a pretty good movie which Big one Lebowski? i love it big lebowski the dude nah yeah. it's not not the best movie come on it's all right it's okay it's, it's a great movie um, i liked it i really ghostbusters 2 <laughs> Grand day ghostbusters 2 fuck off 
Fuck you can't you. say Ghostbusters 2 is your favorite movie when Ghostbusters is clearly Obviously the best. Better. Ghost. Yeah, yeah. That's good. It's fucking I mean Vigo can can fuck off to start with, okay? <laughs> the He's fucking Vigo, hate, the hate the, the hate slime of New York can fuck off as well. It's a, it's a good it's good enough, okay? It's a, it was a good enough Ghostbusters movie, but it was no way better than the yeah, first. Yeah, come on, Lewis. Eat what shit. my favorite movie? For lunch, okay? And die as well. Oh, yeah. I've got to say, for that Mad one. Max is my most my favorite movie for the last like five years. The, new, what, the, Fury the Road? most recent Mad Max, Fury Road. That's a great yeah, movie. Such a good movie. It's I a love really that good movie. movie yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it's everything it needed to be. What's your yeah. actual answer, B Flex? Um, there will be blood. Is probably one. one of my favorite movies of all time. You know, we we talked about. Uh, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> that that one. If you don't yeah. know which one it is, that's not my favorite scene in the movie. But I I fucking love that film. Oh. I absolutely love it. I've seen it so many times. I love it. I love it. I love. I it. love um, I love the Lord of the Rings. Ah, yeah, it's a good extended yeah. edition. Man, they're such good movies. Really, Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard's right up there. Obviously, gotta love Die Hard. Love that movie. That's a blast. Yeah, Shakespeare Christmas. in Love. That was one for me. You know, you know, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about movies when I was down. That's why I thought we talked yeah. about movies. And uh, Tom, yeah. Tom's a big movie fan, so we were talking about movies a lot. And he made a very good point about the movie Aliens, which is also one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. And Aliens, Aliens, like the second like, one. I, I yeah, love yeah. both That's films. Alien sure. and Aliens are amazing. I love them. They're very different yeah. movies. One's a horror. One's like an action movie. But the thing is, he said about Aliens. He said at no point in that movie. Do the Marines make the wrong decision? Like, unless they've been told to do something that's stupid, they don't do it. So, for instance, they're like, this isn't going well, let's get the fuck out of here. They don't say, we're going to have to stay because that's your job. And then they're like, we, we, gotta, should... we have to protect this place exactly. at all costs. And they're like, yeah. no, fuck it. And then they're like, we should just take off and nuke the site from orbit. The only person who doesn't go along with that is Burke, the corporate arsehole. So they make the right decision there. When it comes, how, what are they going to do? We're going to put the guns here. We're going to barricade ourselves in. We're going to wait. We're going to get... He can go do, send the fucking robot down there to ro remote pilot the ship. It all makes sense. Anything that goes wrong is it's not because they fucked up. Yeah. Which I like. And it's a very good point. That's what makes the movie so exciting is that you're not thinking, no, you idiots, what are you fucking doing? Which is like yeah. the lazy way that so many movies go where they just, the reason they get in trouble is they're idiots. Yeah. These guys get in trouble because they're up against like a, a, a horrible... Deadly corporate problem. mandate yeah. and combined then, and with then the corporate combined thing. with yeah yeah so yeah. it's a really good movie that's for interesting that reason. yeah yeah I never considered that fucking all right well are you guys so ready to be amazed yeah. because my favorite yeah. film of all time is Kingpin starring Bill Murray <laughs> really and Woody Harrelson fuck man it's so fucking funny like is that's best your movie. favorite yeah. movie of yeah, yeah. all time if I was like on a desert island or whatever and I could only take one movie with me it would be that it makes me laugh consistently every fucking time I watch it wow. it's amazing it's so good I'm gonna watch it this weekend yeah have you not seen it I don't it? think I've ever seen it no don't do a Munson <laughs> It is funny. Um, it, it is, is fucking it is good. funny, man. Holy shit, it's really <laughs> I like good. like how P-Flex is begrudgingly agreeing that it's funny. Some 1996. Yeah, no, you know really. what else oh, is You know what else is really fucking funny? Office Space. That That's another one that... I, I mean, that's a classic movie. I love yeah. watching. Like, every time I see it, I, I really, really thoroughly enjoy it. But yeah, no, Kingpin is definitely... That's a, that's, that is truly a, a cult classic. Yeah. All right, I will, I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have a binge of those at the weekend. I, I, you know what? If you like sports movies, which I'm sure you don't, because there are hardly any good ones. No, I hate them. To, there, there are yeah. a few actually good sports movies. Moneyball, Moneyball, if you haven't seen it, is really good. But the best sports movie ever made is, is Slapshot. 
with oh, which God, is like an yes. ice hockey movie that is the yes. funniest shit i love that movie i love that man movie. I, it's been so long since i've seen that movie i don't even remember it it's like, so good is it from it's 1977 so yeah yeah dude a young yeah. paul newman Fuck is in it me. it's amazing it's a great what movie what was that what was that one that was fucking the baseball one that had Joe Boo in it and um, Charlie Sheen was in it too. He was uh, wild thing. Major was it League? Major League? Major League. Yeah. That was a good sports movie too. It was just like really like I, I think dumb Bull, and funny. Bull Durham but. is a better sports movie. Like um, that's the one with Kevin Costner. Costner. And yeah. uh, what's your man's name? Tim Robbins. And it's got Susan Sarandon in. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's yeah. not a bad baseball movie. Like that's a good... There, there's not been many... Because they either get Bull too fucking romantic Durham. and whimsical, yeah, but Bull, Bull Durham, Durham, Major League, uh, yeah, those, those Major are Major League is pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, it's stupid, but it's Slapshot, yeah. These films are so old. Yeah. They don't oh make them God. like this Nobody anymore. Makes them That's like a that. thing. Yeah. They don't make Major good League movies was anymore. Like... <laughs> Bull Durham was 1988. Yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Holy shit, that yeah. movie's amazing, too. It's so fucking funny. Like, And it's just got this perfect comedy formula as yeah. well. Like, it just... The shit that happens, the situations, like, everything, the story is really good. Like, it's just such a simple story, and it fits into, like, an hour and a half, two-hour yeah. movie. You I know? mean, like, like now, look at something like Caddyshack, right? Yeah. Right? Another example. It's just... It's got a bunch of comedians in, and it's just funny. It's not like a star I mean, Caddyshack vehicle. Is a classic. Right, but the, they yeah. don't make comedies like that anymore. And take the, no. take the new Ghostbusters movie, right? The ghost, but the original Ghostbusters movie... I'm not getting into the whole controversy about the new Ghostbusters movie, but I'm saying if you look at the way that's made compared to the original Ghostbusters, even from the trailer, I can see that there's a huge disparity between the two. One of them was made in that kind of 80s madcap comedy style where you've got an ensemble cast and it's just funny and weird shit happens and it's got these weird scenes that don't really go anywhere but they're good and memorable and everything like that. And nowadays it all seems to have to have a really obvious plot that follows through. There's action sequences, there's effects. It's like a star vehicle and stuff. It's completely changed. I, I feel it's too... It's like in order to get those goofy movies made, it needed to be more of a relaxed industry, I think, because it was a lot of them were just a complete gamble. It might be fucking awful if you pitched yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles. You'd be like, oh, it's just two guys, and they have to go on a road trip, and they're yeah. not like. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like the way that the Simpsons went. Remember, like when Simpsons episodes were good, yeah. and they and they had the, a very simple like uh, moral yeah. lesson, right? And 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 the and the story was really simple. Like Bart fucking stole something right. by accident and felt bad about it in the end, but funny shit happens yeah. throughout sort of thing nowadays simpsons to be funny homer has to like fucking learn japanese and go to the moon and fucking you know go back in time and like all this dumb shit that like isn't actually funny yeah, at yeah. all the story is garbage there's no there's no funny little moral or or anything to learn from at the end and they, they've they, they lost like the recipe right yeah yeah which what made it funny in the first place and i find movies are like that now too like the hangover you know like you know, it's this. This is meant to be like the blockbuster comedy where like these guys fucking go off and like, you know, oh Billy's gonna get married. Let's go on a fucking, let's go have a bachelor party to remember. And like a fucking somebody gets killed, and then they they tussle with like the cartel and stuff. And it's like Jesus, you know, like you 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 don't have to do all this shit for a movie to <laughs> yeah, be funny, yeah. like. You know, like it can be a really fucking simple thing, you know, like just get fucking Adam Sandler in and he can just do his little thing where he's like pretending to be a kid still or whatever. And it's probably pretty funny. Like it'd be really simple. But no, like it's always like this extravagant shit that like I just, I just don't get. Like I don't, I don't see 
I don't know why that that would pass a pitch over something else that would probably be a lot more charming and funny. I think they, you know what I mean. Like I just don't them, understand like they, they, the they process don't just, now. They, I don't think they gamble as much as they used to. I think independent filmmakers aren't making those kind of comedies. Like I don't, maybe the audience has changed. Maybe people don't enjoy that. But for instance, Weekend at Bernie's, for fuck's sake. There's no way nobody's going to make no Weekend at Bernie's. There's no, no. way a Police Academy's going to get made. Do you know oh what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. And Police Academy is one of those ones where like you look, you think back and you're like, fuck, those were really funny. And if you watch them now, they're not that good. No. <laughs> they no, they but, really are like kind of cringeworthy. Yeah, but they are. But you've got to have that. Man, they were so good. Yeah. Like they were just, it, it, they were just so good. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was a different time. Holy shit. You guys are so stuck in the 80s <laughs> and you want to late 80s, early 90s. Man, it's a nice place to be. Holy shit. Let's end it here. Thank you everyone for watching, uh, listening to this uh, podcast. For some reason, I'm just doing an autopilot now. I'm very tired. That's all right, dude. Um, Sorry. Hopefully next week when we're back, I'll have some more energy and I'll have done something. Maybe I'll watch some of these movies that I now have a list of. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I would I think- love that. You made me watch anime. Here's what we could we could give you a list of movies. This is like really, your really great your education 80s in eighties movies, <laughs> and you got to watch them all. And, and then I want you to tell us what you Howard thought about the them. Howard the Duck. Watch <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus no. Christ! My God! That's Don't a, make me do that. Great, great eighties movie. Yeah. Well, all it's right. not actually. No. Anyway, love you all. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.